with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yeah, today, uh, one of the best days of the year. It's National Pizza Day. Yes. God, I love a good slice. Yeah. I've been crushing slices. <laughs> What's your favorite slice? Now, I want to go a little different with it. Everybody loves a good slice. Like the pizza itself, you could argue to the, your face is blue. But yeah. we're talking about like situational Situational slicing. slicing. Okay. Okay. All right. You're 12 years old. Mm. You just got to Chuck E. Cheese. You ripped around, played little arcade games. You sat down. That's a great slice. Right there. Just before they turn on the animatronic rat mm. and oh, entertain yeah. you. Yeah. Great slice. Yeah. Oh, this is one for all uh, minor hockey kids. Yeah. You're on a road trip. A little farther away from home, you're between games. It's the Boston Pizza Party with your boys slice. Yeah. That's a good slice. That is a good slice. It doesn't happen very often because usually it's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> the the at-the-turn slice. Golfing. Oh. You're a little peckish. You've had 15 beers in the opening nine. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I could eat. I, said, I thought slice. it was normally like some kind of a sandwich. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, some places will do pizza. Wow. Yeah, you like that's cool. a good slice. Whoa, Maybe it's fancy. A good slice. I just don't sit on it when you put it in the cart. I should golf more because I'm like, oh, it's just a sandwich. <laughs> it's not worth it. This is a great slice. Yeah. You had a rowdy night. You wake up. You're hung over, and you're like, I don't know if I can eat anything. And then you open the fridge. And you're like, oh, I got pizza last night. That's yeah. a good one. The hangover the slice. Forgotten pizza. Yes. <laughs> oh, the Sunday morning slice. And then what's Tarantino went, and we'll go back yeah. to that night. After the bar? Yeah. The the after bar slice. Yeah. That's a great slice. You usually see that slice again. That's the problem. You know, I don't remember a lot of slices. slice is not the good slice. I, I, I don't remember going to the bar a lot, but sometimes I remember going to Steel Wheels more than I go to I was anything. just going to mention that. The Steel Wheel slice is legendary. Good mm. slice. This is an underrated slice. Remember in elementary school when they had pizza days? Yeah. That's a great slice. I don't know. <laughs> what are Those you talking pizzas were about? always weird. The, the little personal dish ones yeah, from Pizza Hut. Yeah, they were weird. Yeah. And you're like, Mom, can they I get... they had been in those boxes too long. <laughs> can I get four? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> and you get the little... The slices are way too small. Uh-huh. Also, the back to your hometown slice. Say you've been living away from home. Yeah. And you finally go back home, and there's that pizza place that isn't a chain that just reminds you of home. Thorsby, that's a great Thorsby slice. Thorsby Family Restaurant. You go to TFR, and you get a slice. Yeah. You're missing a giant one for all parents on a Friday night when you are done cooking dinner <laughs> the entire week and husband or wife walks in with two boxes of pizza and was like, here you go. Here you go. Oh, I, I just yes. ordered two large pizzas and it cost me $85 slice. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> and you do not care. <laughs> but worth every yes. penny of it. Oh, slice. yes. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. National Pizza Day today, Woo-hoo. so a good excuse to get yourself a slice or two or maybe the entire thing, whatever it takes. We're talking about uh, your favorite slice of all, and uh, Ray just gave us a call. He said his favorite slice is the trucker slice from uh, Highway 21 SO. Uh, he said it's just, he, I know he's called before when we've talked about pizza. He just says, honestly, you can go there and have an entire meal. But of course, the trucker slice is you drive with your knees and you shift with your greasy <laughs> pizza hand. And you just, Only got to do this 15 more times for him. <laughs> Somewhere in there, you fit in some bites. <laughs> yes, you do. So anyway, we're looking for yours. Christy texts in and says, definitely the finishing a big move slice. We just oh, did that on the weekend. That's yes. a good situational slice right yes. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the mid move slice. You're like, oh God, this sucks. <laughs> Pizza comes like okay. I yeah. can keep going. I got this. It's not bad. Paired well with the beer. Yeah. This text says trades guy know this slice 
When the company brings pizza for lunch, it usually means layoffs are coming. Oh, that's the way it works. Huh? <laughs> Call my wife and start getting the, the yellow pages slice. <laughs> Another, hey, that happens. A meeting, uh, the meeting slice, that's a good slice. The meeting yeah. slice. Like, yeah, work, work pizza is oh, usually yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. We we used to have so much pizza and stuff here, like before. Oh, simply like There's every no other week here. there was a meeting and they're like, well, what are we going to get? Slices. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. I I tell you, a slice that's not any good is a thin crust slice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've always hated thin crust. Oh, that's just like, and, and, I, and my Italian son-in-law keeps reminding me that's actually the origin of pizza was the thin. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is this is where it started. We had to evolve to something over like a half an inch thick. We here, needed right? Chicago. We did need Chicago. <laughs> anyway. I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, it's still pizza. It's good. I like a, I like a bready pizza. I get it. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like it is a, better. Like more like a sandwich. Have you had a deep dish yet? Chicago deep dish slice? Yes, that's a good slice. That's a great slice. Yeah. All right, let's do this. This has been slice talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here we go. Quick draw time. Kathy and Jamie are on the line. If you've never heard the contest before, basically, uh, we give up to five questions. The first one to get three is going to win. Matt and Jack are the judges, and you guys just scream out your answers as soon as you can think of them, okay? Sure. Sometimes just screaming them out before you think about them makes it even more fun. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Question number one. Name an ice cream flavor that starts with a letter B. Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Yes. Dang. Kathy with the win there, but uh, Jamie, you were just behind her. Okay, got to be a little quicker with the next one. Are you ready to go? Ready. Okay. An appliance that starts with the letter D. Dishwasher. Oh, oh, oh Kathy. She, 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 drop a bunch of toothpicks on the ground. See if she can count them real fast. <laughs> It's impressive. Probably not. It's impressive. I mean, in Jamie's defense, it sounds like you're driving too, right, Jamie? I am. You're yes, I'm you're, trying. You're yeah. multitasking. <laughs> I'm multitasking. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how, why did you rear end that person? Oh, I was playing quick draw. Oh, dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got a blocker here, Jamie. Name okay. a, a card game that starts with the letter R. Roulette. Not a, a, yeah, roulette. Nope. Keep nope. going. Uh, oh. Ooh. Oh, uh, Rummy? Rummy. Yeah, there Rummy. you go. Rummy. Good job. Rummy. She's in. Good job. I, I was just, I was mouthing it. Rummy, Rummy, <laughs> Rummy. If you, there's cards on your roulette table, yeah. you're getting hosed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A fictional character that starts with the letter A. Alfonso. <laughs> Apache. <laughs> um... What? <laughs> alfalfa. There we go. Alfalfa yes, count. She's got it. You're too vague at the start, I tell you. <laughs> wow, Kathy. Wow. Oh, geez. Jamie, uh, thank you for playing along and not getting in an accident. And, oh, thank you. And uh, Kathy, good luck with the draw. Uh, thank again, you. 250 bucks. Thanks, United Sport and Cycle, coming up on Friday. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather. Would you rather? There's a pretty big deal happening in Beijing, China right now. They call it the Winter Games. Brad mm, Gushu yeah. just won his curling game. They shook hands after eight ends, so that was exciting. So there you go. We're we're off and running when it comes to men's curling, and uh, we got another medal today. We're up to eight, and uh, things are uh, they're they're going well. 
far as we can tell. Yeah. It, China looks beautiful. Yeah, right. except for the, you see the big air event? Yeah. Literally cooling towers to a yeah. power plant. A right nuclear power door. plant there. I, big air, Hey, baby. nuclear power is very safe. But yeah. it's just a weird okay. scene. <laughs> it, it is extremely Tell safe. Tell that to Chernobyl. <laughs> One black eye. That was mismanagement by the Russian government. Let's not get into the standards of nuclear power practices. <laughs> They're cooling towers. It's just steam. Power plants, are, nuclear power is everywhere. But anyway, I'll talk to the athletes it, in 20 it, it years. <laughs> you crazy that person. Steam? <laughs> anyway, all right. Would okay, you rather events. Wednesday? Would you rather Wednesday? All right. Uh, talking about the winter games, and uh, if you've watched, and even if you haven't, would you rather if uh, somebody said, <laughs> somebody said, you must do this, you either have to ski jump, you know, like that big jump, you know, you see that one in Calgary when you're heading out towards Yes, Banff it's still there. Canmore. Yeah. Would you like to, to go off that sucker, or would you like to go down the luge track? <laughs> you okay, Matt? <laughs> no, but I, you know, I'm just, that's on nuclear power getting my lungs. This is a hard choice because both are terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You go down there foot, feet first, right? Like, uh, I, I think mean, a lot of people see the luge or skeleton and they're like, you know what? That's the one sport I think I could do. Yeah. You just hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more than that. It's Have much you more seen than cool that. runnings? <laughs> I, I got to take the ski jump. Really? Why? Because I think. Like on sheer ice, you, there's no brakes. You can't just like stick your hands out to the side and pray, and pray no, slow no, down. No. You're just going to start ripping and you're going to fall. I think ski jump, I'd have a better chance of landing. <laughs> <laughs> you might. I don't, I wouldn't. I I, I think I'd have to take, and, and I know the luge would be very dangerous. I get it. And you're going like 120 kilometers an hour or whatever. And, and especially a guy my size, like I would really get going, you know. You might break the sound barrier. <laughs> <laughs> but I would rather do that because my fear would be if I did the jump that like I just wouldn't, I would just like, I just come off that thing and just go straight down, you know, like I wouldn't fly through the air like they do. <laughs> like Gravity I, works no matter how uh, how big you are. Yeah, that's right. I feel like I would have a better chance at luge because, much like Chris, like you could just hold on and shut your eyes and hope for the best. That's going to go poorly. I, I don't know. Like, I feel there's some sort of, um, it goes itself. It makes itself go. The ski jump, you got to rely on your skill. I think both. You, have to, you need to be, you got to be skill skilled. Line. But luge, you're going to end up at the end. Yeah, yeah. In a crumpled heat. Gonna take, <laughs> I think luge is going to take less skill to get safely down. I right, mean, right. But, uh, but I, either would be a terrible. Don't either's terrifying. Don't get me wrong. But I think I I say luge. Jack says luge. Matt says jump. I'm what, betting on myself. You know, that's what it is. I think like, I can land. You do kind of have the same glasses as Eddie the Eagle. Can <laughs> <laughs> we call you Eddie? Sure. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, would you rather, again, with the uh, Winter Olympics happening right now, uh, have to do the luge? You know, and again, it, you know, you, like Olympic luge. Like, I mean, they would, uh, you'd be in the outfit. I don't know yeah. if that would really matter. He'd have uh, the helmet. Yeah. The skin suit. Yeah, It'd exactly. be 10 pounds of sausage in a five-pound case. That's what I'd look like. <laughs> I'm just going to be bursting out of it. 
or the ski jump. Here he goes around turn five, and the suit explodes. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's oh, got his white so gitch on. It's ripping down. I wonder if anyone has ever ripped their suit. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. <laughs> There's a clip. A bobsled. You know how they rock before they go? Like yes. somebody blows the blew the butt out of one. Really? I'll be searching for that. <laughs> I'll send you the gift. Jack's a big fan of the bobsledders. All right. This person says, I know a woman at the Olympics doing skeleton. She calls losers crazy people because it's terrifying and it's so hard. For that reason, I'm saying ski jump. Okay. So the lady going head first says the people going feet first are crazy? Oh, yeah. What just, what's what? Skeletons head first. Yeah. Yeah. That seems kind of strange. <laughs> this person says, no brainer, guys. I've done luge before and it was a blast. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that they, if you've done luge and you're not a professional, they must have like a smaller track for you or something. It's kind of like uh, water slides, you know, there'd be different levels. Yeah. Right. Like you don't want to go skyscraper right away. <laughs> you got to work in like some of like the windy twister. ones. Yeah. <laughs> this person says, definitely you're going to land for the ski jump, but it might be on your face. There you go. Yeah, no, I... Oh, man. I can't imagine. It's. I think the hardest part about the ski jump would be the giant skis they give you. If you got normal <laughs> skis, I think you'd have a better chance. I don't think so. I don't know. Try it. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? Winter games happening in Beijing, China right now. And uh, sometimes you, you just watch these Olympic sports and you go, man, I could do that. Or, man, I could never do that. And so our question this morning is, if you had to, you had no choice, would you rather do a ski jump, just come off that that big thing and just go, or would you uh, rather do the luge? What do you think? Well, this text really broke it down. They said, with skeleton, since your feet are behind you, you can kind of get control where you're going, and with your head at the front, you have a good view of the track. You know, this is kind of a weird analogy, but when I used to be, go behind a boat on a tube... I always mm-hmm. preferred being face first than than feet first. That's exactly what it's feel, like. You yes. feel like you're more in control if you're face first, right? Yeah, and plus my fat gut would be in the way of my feet are going forward. <laughs> right? like, I oh, can't see. All I see is belly. <laughs> this person says, I would actually do both, but only if I was wrapped in a mattress. That'd be great, actually. Bubble wrap. Or yes. one of them, those big, you know, like bubble soccer bubbles. Yeah. yeah. And what about the splitting of the pants? Oh, yes. we um, Matt did locate the splitting of the pants video for me and sent it to me for professional reasons I only. it happened in Sochi. Yes. Okay. And a girl did split her pants just before they took off in the bobsled. And I asked him, well, like, would they use... I would stop. I'd be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't. She just kept going. Yeah. What a professional. You've trained like four years for this moment and then your pants rip. Doesn't be, matter. I mean, the bottom of the bobsled, there's no cushions. Right. So it's going to be a cold ride. Get nice underwear on. Mm-hmm. Lucky. <laughs> you don't have nice underwear? No, lucky she had underwear on. I'm oh, saying. yes, true. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Not so cool is the Tinder swindler. And he swindled three separate ladies out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. He convinced him he was uh, like the you know, son of a billionaire, big man on campus, and uh, then convinced him he had a, a you know, it was just all of a sudden he needed some money for something that just had come up, and uh, well, they just uh, 
gave them all their money, basically, and uh, that's what happened. So we're we're looking not necessarily for stories like that, but uh, you know, your thoughts on it, or you know, your experiences. Yeah, being catfish. Maybe the person wasn't exactly who you expected. This text at one zero three nine three nine says, "One time I went on a date, and after the date, he texted me asking me for grocery money. When I told him I couldn't help him, I never heard from him again." You got to be desperate, right? Like. You know what? I'm going to send this text. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't ask for money until the 10th date. <laughs> this person says, I went on a date and he put a hair in his and my soup Come to get on. it for cheaper. Come After on. the date, he ghosted me and got me to send him 50% of the cost. Guys, here's a piece of advice oh, from a man who's not great at dating. <laughs> right. Just try to be as normal as possible for as long as possible. Right. That's your best bet. So, and like, let's save a buck here. And then you're pulling your hair out. <laughs> Putting it in your soup. <laughs> don't do it. Also, don't get soup at a comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> you hot soup. Lots laughing. of people saying, watch this before Valentine's Day. It's very good advice. Okay. Just, <laughs> just yeah, consider yourself warned. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's 812 with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We're talking about uh, twin uh, Tinder swindler. You got it. It is so hard to say. But anyway, we're looking for your uh, dating app kind of stories. And Desiree's on the line, and you said you got a gooder for us. Do you, Desiree? Yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. So I decided to try online dating Mm -hmm. after coming out of a relationship when I was finally ready from being cheated on. And I tried the whole Tinder, and I tried the whole Bumble. So I'm like, let me try Facebook, because I saw, like, that was new. Okay. And Facebook's a little bit different. I think it's where, you like, they swipe on you, and you can see. So I, someone, I matched with someone who I knew through mutual friends. So I knew this guy was actually real. So, but I just didn't know what his name was. So we matched. We started talking. It was about two or some weeks, and I didn't really tell anyone about it yet. And then I told my best friend. Uh, I showed her a picture, and everything was going great with this guy. Uh, We had really similar interests. Uh, We had plans to meet up. Uh, Like, everything was, like, I I was actually quite shook. And then something didn't sit well with her. And I should have caught on the red flags myself because he kept trying to put, after when every time we'd come close to meeting up, he would, like, oh, I'm staying in Mexico for another week. Uh, he'd make an excuse to not meet up. Okay. He was in Mexico for the two weeks that we were talking. And I was just like, maybe he actually has a place down there. <laughs> okay. He owns a place down there. Well, you want to believe. Like, you want to believe, yes. right? You want to believe. You, you want to, you want to believe this is the one. Yes. And I, and I, well, and I'm like, never thought I would be the one to be catfish, especially right. thinking this guy is real. Cause I've seen him before with mutual friends. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, it is what it is. So it didn't sit well with her. She did some invest. I didn't know she was investigating, so she did some investigating. <laughs> That's what friends are for. Exactly. She turned out that she went to high school with him, and his name was not Liam. Uh-huh. His name was Zach. Uh-huh. And he no longer lives in Edmonton, and he lives in Vancouver. <laughs> and... Uh, Interesting. Oh, so I was a little, uh, I was like, well, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I liked this this guy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was like a little bummed. 
you a kinda, little. You, yeah. you were falling in love with the idea of the guy, weren't exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> the first time I actually tried dating, after, I'm like, of course this would happen to me in my head. I'm like, I'm like what, are, what are the chances? I'm like, well, it's okay, whatever. And I'm like, I did it, I guess I do it for the stories, I always like to say. <laughs> do it for um, the stories. And how are, things, how are things now? Have you found somebody now? No, absolutely not. Okay, you're kind of scared. Aww. Get back on that horse. I, need, I know a guy named Liam. <laughs> no, we know, we do not know a guy named Liam. <laughs> you're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about Tinder swindler and uh, stories like that. We've got a great one coming up in the next few moments. But anyway, yes, Jack. This text says, I dated a guy for a week and came to find out that he was a pathological liar and he was just looking for girls to pay for him to drink. He was dating 20 plus women at a time. Guys, this is a success story. <laughs> you can find one if this alcoholic guy could find 20. <laughs> this text says, I've had men only want to chat online and refuse to meet. Red flag, that's a scam and catfishing. Yes. I've also had guys show up looking 10 to 20 years old older than their profile pictures if they need money to get home from a work thing then it's a scam work would pay for them to get home this happens all the time there you go all right learn Smart from lady. others mistakes you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast uh talking about uh tinder swindler uh, again it's on netflix a uh, story of a, a man who swindles uh three ladies out of hundreds of thousands of dollars i mean you just you want to believe it like desiree just called and she told her story and and you know you just you you want to believe that they have all the best intentions you want to believe this yes. is the one and, and and he did show them it did seem like he was the son of a billionaire right it wasn't just like he was a random guy that said give me money right yeah. This text says, hey, guys, I once had a guy that I met on Twitter. We had a first date, and it went well. The next day, he texted me asking me for $5,000 for his bills. One word, bye. $5,000. Yeah, he should have put way more effort into this. Start small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hot tip. Hey, can I am 20, 20 bucks. I'm stranded. Yeah. Probably get 20 bucks. Right. Yeah. Okay, there are some success stories, though. This text says, I was on Tinder for five years, and five years ago, I met an awesome girl. Nine months later, we have a little Tinder surprise, and she is now my <laughs> wife. There you go. I've been to a Tinder wedding. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, congratulations. Hey, we want to talk to you right now, 780-421-1039. Be caller number 10, and you're going to get a chance to win those Blake Shelton tickets as we play Blake or Fake. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Yeah, boy. Something extremely popular right now is uh, something called Pam and Tommy. Tommy, right? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Pam and Tommy. You got it's it. It's that simple. It's the story of the 90s um, <laughs> video, Viral tape. Viral tape that got leaked. It was a, one of the, like, it was the first thing that ever got leaked like that. And, uh. It went crazy on the internet, and so they've made this uh, this story about it, and Jack is hooked on it. New uh, episodes coming today, is that right? Yeah, Wednesday night. I don't know if it's one episode, two, but they have released for sure the first three, and I watched them all in one night, as did many of you. Yeah. Well, the hour long? Yep. Three hours of your night right there? Yeah, when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of Pam and Tommy. Wow. But it is taking the world by storm again since the 90s. Right. Including this texter at 103939. It says, good morning, guys. My hubby and I watched all three episodes of Pam and Tommy and loved it. 
Now, for Valentine's Day, we want to spice things up and make our own film. Is it weird or what? Hmm. Oh, boy, my Bible, where is it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll take a stab at this. This may surprise you, but I am saying don't do it. I love this film. Unsurprising. (laughs) The least surprising thing you've said in a while. No, that's not true. I'm a changed woman. I am embracing this stuff more, but no, 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 you cannot do this. (laughs) No, do not do this. Why? This is so risky. What's going to happen? The DVD fairy is going to come and steal it away? I'll tell you what could happen. Watch Pam and Tommy. (laughs) If if these people are huge celebrities, maybe I'd say don't do it. But like, whatever floats your boat. If this is what you want to do and this is going to help spice things up, go for it, man. Uh, Who's to tell you what to do? I'm blushing just thinking about it. Of course I am. But, you know, I could say, I guess it all depends on, on who you are. I mean. The lighting? Well, there is, Will there be ring lights? There is no <laughs> many. There is no way. There's no way I would ever want to ever see anything like that. Like I, I'm just speaking for myself. I'm, I'm not speaking for, of my partner. I'm just speaking of myself. Like that would be the most. That would be the most traumatizing thing that I could possibly see. <laughs> Chris, have some self-love. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe he used the word traumatizing. No, it it's like the film study. Oh, no. That would be it. That would be the last time for sure. Oh, God. All right. He's got a so point. So I guess the room with mirrors is out, too. Oh, my gosh. I don't even look in the mirror when I get out of the shower naked. Like, I can't. If there's a crack. Coming through the curtains, Chris puts on one of his eye patches. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even imagine. So anyway. Hey, whatever I, floats your boat. If this is you and you want to do it, like, all right. hey, whatever. Two no's and one yes. Yeah. What do you guys think? 780-421-1039. You can also text us, 103939. The first text in. If you have any insecurities <laughs> about your body, don't do it. <laughs> oh, I think that's experience. The camera adds 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. That's unfortunately, in the, not in the right places. <laughs> oh, there was new was coming. You're listening to the Kiss in Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 852. There is uh, Luke, Brian, and Jordan Davis, and you can buy dirt. Uh, Jack, what's coming up? We're talking Oilers. All right. Some changes yeah, to the game. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. All right. Weird or what? Again, with the success of this uh, show about the tape, Pam and Tommy tape, mm-hmm. um, somebody reached out and said they're considering doing their own version of that tape. And, uh, is it weird or what, or what do people think? This person has some advice. They say, take a few pictures first, and remember that unless you choreograph it, it's not always that interesting to watch and can actually be funny to listen to. If you start storyboarding before you film, <laughs> I don't know. I would definitely it do that. It kind of takes the joy out. Jack's like, okay, fade to black. Star swipe. In comes you. <laughs> don't look at the camera. <laughs> This person. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. I'm going to say, do it, but be careful. My husband and I did this last year and we got married. He was out of town. I went to visit. This was before phones with video. We used my camera. It was so fun until the SD card went missing. Uh oh. (laughs) Took us a while to find it, but when we did, it was immediately deleted. Having said that, I would do it all over again. Okay. Well, you know that SD card you pick up at the flea market. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. What a shocker. All right. So the movie thing, I'm, I'm in total agreement with 
Jack, don't do it because, you know, making a movie between you and your significant other is, is fine. But what happens if you break up and it's a nasty breakup? Those types of things tend to... Right. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time with celebrities and different people. So, yeah. you know, you may love the person right now, but five years from now, who knows what's going to happen. And there's that movie. Yeah, the internet's going to love it. Yeah, exactly. There's your life down the drain. <laughs> I don't know. Kim well, Kardashian's know. made a billion dollars off the back of hers. Could yeah. turn around. Yeah. Uh, take off the rose covered glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not Kim Kardashian. Yeah, neither am I. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> You're not Ray J either. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have the assets in the right places to be a Kim Kardashian. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.